All right, folks, we're back. And it is Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, I'm back at the short hiatus. I want to thank Chris Hinkle for sitting in. I understand he did a great job. Great job, Chris. Hat tip to you. And uh, Chris was able to talk about whatever was on his heart, whatever was on his mind. You know, I, I, I tell that to folks now, you know. You call here and you say, oh, you gave me short shrift. You hung up on me. No, if you want to come in here and sit behind the microphone, I'll let you talk all day. And there may be instances where I won't even show up and let you just do you. Now, I particularly want to extend that to any potential mayoral candidate. They had an opportunity to come in here on Memorial Day on their own and express whatever. I mean, they didn't have to be declared candidates, just people thinking about it, exploring the opportunity. Nobody took me up on it because everybody, in my view, wants you to believe that they got some kind of magic potion to do this, that, and the other. No, they ain't. They just want you to put them in charge of their lives, of other people's lives. But anyway, be that as it may, I know you guys are chomping at the bit, want to hear my take on the uh, uh, indictment of our beloved President Donald J. Trump. And yes, I feel just like the disciples felt when they came and got Jesus. They came and got Donald Trump. Oh, my face was long. But you know what? I'm reminded over there in Acts 25 when uh, the uh, Jewish leaders of that day were talking about Paul. And you know, Paul was one of them at one point. Oh, man, they were lying on homeboy. And they did the same thing on Donald Trump. Folks, just before, now let let me just say this. I do have uh, David L. Archie in the studios. In fact, he's sitting here to my right. He's waiting on me to get to him, which I will. Uh, but with the uh, uh, indictment of President Trump, I do want to address it, and we will get to it in the next hour. David has done time in uh, Heinz Detention Center over the week, and uh, he uh, he wanted to find out how those uh, prisoners were escaping, so he escaped overnight. So Judge Tyree, I mean uh, Sheriff Tyree, trying to figure out how David got out because we know he ain't squeezed through no air conditioning vent, big as he is. But he's going to tell us how he made it out, how he got over. But anyway, we'll be talking with David L. Archie. He did spend time there to to get inside view on the jail situation down there. But let's just briefly want to touch on the Donald Trump, and we will touch on it. And I know many of you out there are happy and gloating. Look, dude, I understand. Do do what you do. God is able. If God sent that man to do this job, the man is going to sustain him wherever he put him. He sustained Joseph. He sustained all those who stood where he told them to stand. No, I don't want to see the brother go through these things. But I just want to say this before we get into the David show and then the next hour we'll do the open uh, open forum. And that is the charges that they're bringing against Donald Trump was not even a uh, criminal statute prior to two or three. What? No, I take it back. Prior to. Let's see. When did they raid his home? A month or two before they raided his home. Joe Biden through executive, through a through the stroke of a pen, criminalize the uh, uh, Records Act. What is it, the Open Records Act? Not Open Records, it's the, um, oh, I can't think of it. Anyway, it deals with the keeping of records, et cetera. It was, it's basically all you would get is a fine. And they criminalized it for Donald Trump. That's fine. 
God is able, because you know what? It's God's word that's on the line. So you go ahead on and rejoice, jump up and down. Just remember, they had to break into the man's home, plant evidence, take pictures of evidence that they wanted to present to a jury, and poison a jury pool with about how he had records laying on the floor. They, they laid those records on the floor by their own admission after they published the picture where people saw. Then they come back and say, oh, he just had, he just had、uh, records everywhere. Now, they don't have any evidence of him giving it to the Koreans or selling it to the、uh, Ukrainians like Joe Biden. I mean, we got Joe Biden at the bank looking in the camera, cashing the check with squinty eyes. Yeah, did you need money? I'm rich. None of that would, would press, but that's fine. The God that I serve is able. And President Trump will be fine. But just understand. The devil believes in the word of God more than the people who say they believe in God believes in the word of God. Because they know that there's something behind Donald Trump, just as they knew there was something back in Dr. Martin Luther King, and they couldn't fade that power. All they could do was kill him. And they did. They see it. They see what's in Trump. You see the imperfections. Oh, he had three wives and some girlfriends. Bruh. God has been forgiving folks and working through failed and flawed people since time immemorial. And he's working through Radio Strongman. Lord knows I got unresolved issues on top of issues. I couldn't have stilled the scrutiny that President Trump has endured for the last seven, eight years. I couldn't. Look, they wouldn't even have to go back but an hour on the strongman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm more Trump today than I was yesterday, and I was ace deuce. You couldn't slip a credit card in between me and my support for Donald J. Trump. And now there's not a candidate out there that could say anything to give me pause to consider anybody else other than Donald. The man has earned the right to run, to be the nominee, and to be the president. He came out the other day that the United States Postal Service admitted. That they did indeed, in fact, transport 288,000 marked ballots from New York State to the polling, poll,、uh, to the polling booths of Pennsylvania. Joe Biden won Pennsylvania by about 20,000 votes. So if they had to pad the votes by 288,000 just to get a 20,000 vote advantage, folks, Trump won in a landslide. But again, It is what it is at this point. But just be clear, that's why last week when there were a few disgruntled listeners out there who said that, Kim, you won't take counsel. You won't listen. No, I don't listen to known liars, people who won't do right. See, they want you to、uh, bow down to their meekness and their quiet, sweet talk and all that crap, knowing these people are rotten to the core. But because I have a spiritual eye and I can see the. The devilment coming out of these folks, raising up off of them. No, I can speak to them forthrightly, flat footed, toes in the paint, and say unabashedly, Get behind me, Satan. And then they get mad. But see, they'll do what they did to Donald Trump. They pretend to be sweet, kind, and nice, but they'll break every rule in the book to get you. Oh,、um, folks, that's a bought lesson there in life. I had to learn. But anyway, with no further ado, do, do. Using the full weight of my local influence, I have secured the presence of one Hines County District 2 supervisor, David 
L. Archie. What do you say, Dave? Good evening to you, Kim. You What's know, up? It's always a pleasure to be here. And, you know, you got your, your computer man over here, the man that run things.、Uh, he didn't want to let me in. I had to hit the door two or three times, Kim. Yeah, man. Security real slack, man. You got all the <laughs> way up on the door. Man, I got ready to shoot through the door. I said, no,、nah, that girl went to jail down in Florida. Boy, <laughs> so. I tell you, when David Archie s h o w up on the scene, it just. All k i n d of things break loose.、Uh, man, I just wanted to stop by a little bit. And, you know, you and I talked in the past about this Hines County Board of Supervisors. And, of course, you know, you're talking about putting your hat in the ring for, for mayor. And I'm just telling you,、um, it's a lot of work involved in government,、Woo. especially when you want to do the right thing. And I can tell you that since I've been there, I've built a track record of working and fighting for the people and sometimes raising a little sand. And you raise that sand because you have to in order to get the attention of the board. Presidential Records Act. Thanks, Bob. Go ahead. As well as the,、um, the citizens, they need to know where the tax dollars are going. I think I,、uh, um, I shook the water and woke the fish. I think that I've challenged everything. That it is in Hines County to make absolutely sure that they do right. You know, I talked two years, nearly two years ago, about getting a misdemeanor holding facility so we could give the Hines County Detention Center some relief. You know, of course, Creedale and Vern and, and McGowan did not want that to happen, but、um, we understaffed at the detention center. Uh, right now, it was nearly up to 600 people when the last escapee, two of、uh, the two last escapees took off. And the, the,、um, of course, the, the misdemeanor holding facility will house misdemeanors, serious misdemeanors, misdemeanors that's not so serious. And you don't have to take everybody to the main detention center unless. You know, they w a s denied bond, or you think that they're going to be there for a while. <coughs> And I was just, you know, I went from the Metro Center.、Um, I tried to, it was going to cost a little over a million dollars to, to bill it out in the Metro Center.、Um, then、uh, that didn't work. Creedell screamed, yelled, and hollered, along with Vern Gavin. And then、um, the military building down on State Street, I took the engineers down there. Along with Lee Vance when he was living, and we all thought it was a great idea. But because it was not Creedale Calhoun's idea or Bobcat or Vern's idea, they voted it against Supervisor Graham and myself to open the facility down there. And the only thing we really needed to do was build a salad port in the back,、uh, make a,、um, what is that, what, what is that, with the military style? Dorm, what they call those.、Okay, uh, yeah. It was going to make it out of like a military style dorm. It was going to be real simple because the people are in and out, like a Barrett,、yeah. in and out. And that would have gave we the same money in terms of transportation. But you know, Dave, you, I, I, hear, I hear everybody talking about to me, it's not that complicated. I mean, take an old slab like the old McCarty Homan building over there where it used to be on Mill Street, just one. That slab is about a block long. 
and then build up on it. They ain't going to dig through that. That that concrete is at least three or four feet deep or more. Absolutely. So just build on top of it that big open facility, and you have everything you want at a cheaper cost. You already got the plumbing in there that you could bring in, tap into. Uh, to me, we're making this uh, more difficult than it need be. The METS building and all that, that, those buildings were not designed for that. Yeah, they could be retrofitted for it, but somebody who's determined not to be in jail is going to tear that up. But 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 misdemeanor offenders don't break out of jail. Main. First, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you know that you coming in, you getting ready to get a bond set, and you're going to be there for a short while, right? And mostly after seventy two hours, we have to make a decision anyway to mm-hmm. whether or not it's is feasible to hold on to a misdemeanor or they uh, release them on their recognizance. So those are the type of I got you. Um, but it's not that criminals we was we've got enough with. open concrete, open slabs where buildings have burned down or been scraped off, and just start from there. I'm talking about old. Remember the old hood building before they dug up all that concrete over there. Those slabs like that would be the ideal place to build it at a cheaper cost. Then all you got to do is just frame up the outside. But let me just say this about these misdemeanor crimes. Short of domestic violence and things like that, the I thought the 5th District Court has said that you can't find people for, I mean, in other words, you can't collect no money off these folks even if they found guilty. You can't, you know, you're not going to get anything out of them. If they decide uh, I'm too poor to pay, then you just went through the whole process for nothing. And you got to let them out anyway. So I'm not understanding where we're going in, in, in our situation with misdemeanor offenders, mm-hmm. they must go through the process to think second or to think again about the crime that is committed. We have communities inside of Jackson where it's like the wild, wild west. People are just shooting up. The police come to the scene and the person next door, police are able to lay their eyes on the one that has been shooting all these rounds. Uh, that's a misdemeanor offense. Okay. And you have to go back over and over and over again. So you want to get them out of there and give them time to have pause th- and think about what they've done. Yeah, you know, okay. go through the process, set a court date, uh, uh, having to get a lawyer, having to spend, a, you know, some money perhaps to get out of jail. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, then they're not having to go through anything <laughs> and, and then make record. Right. I mean, it, it's a real record once you go through the process. But but at the end of the day, um, we got a hundred and twenty-five million dollar facility that is going to be coming up from the ground, and we don't have half of the money. And when we first start, now I'm for building a new facility. We need one. Now this new but facility I, is the detention center, the Hines County. Okay. We're going to call it the Hines County Criminal Justice something. Okay. I can't think of the name of it. Well, right I mean, now. you know, my name is available if you need to put a name on it. The way don't ever let them out, Center. The way. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're talking with David L. Archie, Supervisor District 2. And Now, did you spend a night in the jail? Were you able to do that? Not yet. Okay. Um, but I did go down, and Supervisor Graham and I was the only one that did a walkthrough, and we stayed down there, you know, for a couple of hours. Okay. Talking to a few of the uh, detainees and some of the detention officers and, Trying to get a feel of what's uh, going on there. Yeah, man. Well, hey. hold on. I want you to hold that thought. We're going to take a break. We uh, want to let you know that the Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter Hotline is available if you want to make a comment to David L. Archie in relation to his job as supervisor, not as candidate. Uh, the number here is 601-879-0002. I need to make one other comment before we go to break. Those of you in North Jackson, 
if you notice that, like over on Meadowbrook, I noticed today, and then over off Cedars of Lebanon over there, there's been somebody out there doing paving, paving work on potholes. Folks, if you see where there's been paving done, repaving the potholes, and it looks professional, it looks like somebody's put a, a, a what are the heavy rollers? They, they, they didn't just stomp it out with their feet like they're doing line dancing over some soft, con- I mean, soft asphalt. If it's done right, and you know it's done right because you can see it was done right, that was Robert Graham. I need to give Robert his props. Uh, he got Meadowbrook done. He's been working over there at Cedars of Lebanon. He's working in 39206. I got, I got the Meadowbrook done. That was he Meadowbrook. got the other one done. But it's all county. Right, it's all county. It's so, all county. So David Earl and folks, that's what I'm saying. As, as a mayor, I would work with the county. They've got the equipment. It would be better for them to expand their boys, uh, their crew, with the equipment that they have and let them do the job. They're doing it better than the city of Jackson. No slight to the brothers out there slinging that asphalt for the city of Jackson. They're doing the best they can. But Harvey Johnson and all the other previous mayors, they must have sold all those uh, all that equipment off. I don't know if they sold it off for crack or fentanyl, but it's gone. And Kim, and um, we're gonna get it back. And, and let me just tell you, also from from County Line Road on fifty five all the way to High Street, we have brought the county in to clean up mm-hmm. I fifty five. You know, trash and paper and stuff was I everywhere. Out, I saw them out there today. Let's and, take a break. Hold on, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Folks, it's Friday, too. The Gun and Knife Club will begin in another hour and 32 minutes. That's right, folks, starting at 6 p.m. this evening. Uh, If you're not out of town by sundown, you need to be strapped down. If you don't know Jesus, you got to get a chance to meet him right up front. Folks, you're in the Valley of the Gun down here in Jackson. And at 6 p.m., folks, that's when they start getting their grind on, their hustle on. And then what is this? This is the... Ninth of the month, there's still a little money flowing around through the community. And, uh, uh, folks, somebody got to get paid. You got to give it up. So this is what I advise you. Either be out of Jackson or have your side piece not just on you but in your hand. And not just in your hand, your finger on the trigger. And not just your finger on the trigger, duct tape on the finger on the trigger. Because if you tarry, baby, you'll be looking up at the ceiling of the church come Tuesday. Well, I'll take it back. They ain't going to funeralize you that fast, particularly if you're black. Now, if you're white, you might get funeralized in about three days. But if you're black, it's going to take two or three weeks for everybody to get from Chicago and California and everywhere else, Atlanta and Houston, Texas. So I'm just telling you, I keeps it real. So what we're going to do, okay, Malcolm's out there locked in. But uh, we're going to go back to David L. Archie. Before we go back, I want to remind you about Tom's Fried Pie. Tom's Fried Pies is taking the, I mean, he's taking this place by by storm. I had somebody go down there, her and a, a friend uh, who is visiting in town. I think they bought about eight, nine pies in between them. And then they got eight or nine to go. Mm. They ate eight or nine sitting there before they got out the <laughs> door. Fruit pies, meat pies, beef pies. I'm telling you, Tom, 
Folks, the crust is just delectable. I don't know. The man put his feet, he put his feet in that、uh, recipe. You need to check it out. Located in Rich Land, Mississippi, down from Kroger's, across from the Walgreens on Highway 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. No, Rich Land, Mississippi. I'm sorry. I get all those places mixed up. But, anyway, so it's almost on the edge of Richland and Florence. But check it out. Tom's Fried Pies.、Uh, check them out tonight. Check them out、uh, tomorrow. They're closed on Sundays and Mondays. But again, you need to do it. Put it on your to do list. Tom's Fried Pies. All right, David L. Now, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, we w a s just talking about some of the things that,、uh, that we have gotten done. But I, I do want to tell you that I was able to、um, be the first to. Bring the news to the state of Mississippi、um, when the $115 million was on its way.、Um, we got a call from Mitch Landrum, who's the senior advisor and infrastructure coordinator for the president.、Um, they rushed me in to have that conversation, and, and it was breaking news and special report in the middle of the day about the $115 million. It, it ought to be here now.、Um, Of the $600 million that is coming.、Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I've always made the argument that if the federal government is going to send that money to Jackson, they ought to be responsible for it.、Um, I didn't want it to come to the county nor the city. I want them to oversee it, oversee the project the same way that they would build a small country. Mm-hmm. Putting in infrastructure and water and pipes and roads and all of that. And they'll just be doing the same thing here in the, in the city of Jackson. And the federal judge, I guess, saw it out the same way、mm-hmm. and、uh, appointed a third party administrator. And now they don't only have the, the water side of it, they have the sewer side of it.、Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I just think that was the best way to go.、Mm-hmm. Um, I've had an opportunity to speak. To the third party administrator on a couple different occasions, and he said anything that he t e a r up, he's gonna fix it back better. And when he said better,、uh, that means something because when you go now and they、uh, remove piping in the roads,、uh, sometimes the city, when you come back, is rocks and gravel、right. and everything else is over the road. And so that shouldn't be the case. Well, that's good to hear. And of course, Judge Wingate. Grew up in Jackson, so he has a passion for it. His, his reasoning、uh, dealing with this situation has, has been beneficial to the citizens of Jackson. He's, he's looking out and showing good stewardship. Now, that $115 million, tell us、uh, where is the check deposited? Because my understanding is it actually goes through the MDA and then it's going to be distributed out. Is that understanding? I think it's a separate account、mm-hmm. for the city. Mm hmm. And that,、uh, but and they just can't write checks. Like, on it. Right, and this is like earmark type money,、mm-hmm. and it's earmark for、uh, the water project here in the city, so they can't go into the account and use it for anything.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the only somebody that can write on that account is the、uh, third party administrator. Well, that's good, you know. And see, Dave, that's the thing, and you know, this is one of the reasons why I had to,、uh, I had to tip my fedora to you.、Uh, In terms of supporting your candidacy, is because you have grown and seem to understand that it's not your money. And that、uh, there are a lot of people depending on things being done right and proper. You know, that's one of the things, and I was talking with someone today, you got too many folks who get in these positions, they act like it's their money, like it's their position. 
and they're not trying to make our community better. So I see、uh, that is not the case with what you've been doing. So I, I have to give you your flowers while you're alive and sitting there in front of me. So, hat tip to you. I appreciate the, the endorsement. I appreciate the confidence.、Uh, you know, you and I, we battled it out when I was、mm-hmm. first、um, <laughs> going into that seat.、Um, and I told you and I kept telling you that,、uh, look, I'm going down there to do a job. A lot of、um, one thing that I found out by the seat that I sit in, in Hines County District 2, you represent Republicans, Democrat, black, white, rich, and poor. I have some of the richest folks in my district that is in the Woodland Hills area.、Mm-hmm. And then I have some of the poorest people in my district, which is in Verdon Addition in Jackson. And, and there's a few other areas. But I also, when I first came in, I represented seven different municipalities. The only supervisor that was on the board that represents seven different municipalities Raymond, Bolton, Edwards, Utica, Learning. As well as Jackson and Clinton. And now it's five、mm-hmm. Raymond, Edwards, Bolton, Clinton, and Jackson in Raymond. And so、uh, they gave me just a little relief, but、uh, I told you coming in that I was going to make sure all of those communities that tax dollars was not coming back to their community. I was going to do everything in my power to make sure. That their tax dollars was coming back to their community. There's still a lot of work to do. I've only been there three years and six months, but I have a record that I can stand on.、Uh, I was able to get $5 million for the Presidential Hills area. Now, we're not going to go down a whole list now. That's, that's too many. That's right, but no, no、uh, mayor,、mm-hmm. no supervisor, no city council person, no state senator. Uh, United States Senator or、uh, United States Representative was able to put a plan together to get the money to solve the problem in Presidential Hills. The same as、uh, Mega Evers Boulevard. We was able to get $20 million for Mega Evers Boulevard. Which I didn't think you guys were going to do right, but from what I've seen of the work that was done, it seems to be of good quality. And still working. <laughs> And still working. Now, Dave. This is what I think the people would benefit from in Hines County and in Jackson. That you and I, or whoever the mayor may be, sit down and come up with a comprehensive plan addressing the systemic infrastructure problems like the creek,、uh, the erosion. Here you got a community of invested homeowners who are contributing greatly to the city of Jackson, Presidential Hills, or Woodland Hills, or Fondren. And we've got to prioritize how we're going to get that work done.、Uh, it's, it's not just having the desire to do it. We've got to have a financing mechanism in place. We've got to be looking at, okay, we need to do this here and see if we can't raise ad valorem property values by X, X percentage points over X number of years so we can project out where we might be able to borrow some money, grants. Bonds or whatever to do it. Otherwise, we're just saying, okay, we know we need to do this stuff, but we don't have a way to do it. Yeah, well, well like Mega Evers Boulevard. So when, we, when I first came into office, I took engineers over there to Mega Evers Boulevard, told them what we needed, what it should be, how it should be. Now, can you put this plan together? Yes. So we got together, they drew it up. Uh, we met, we talked about it on several different occasions. 
there was some grant money out there that you can apply for. Well, see, that's what, and then we put the plan together and we was able to send it to D.C. and, and get the money. That's done. exactly uh, the approach that I'm talking about, but we need to do it on a larger scale. Do it like the Corps of Engineers will do. Okay, we got all these different flooding issues and yada, yada, yada. We should be able to put this into a computer model and be able to see from a priority standpoint. We definitely need to do this over here so this won't be as bad. We can do this over here. This won't be as bad going forward, but we still need to get over here and do this and prioritize. And then uh, alongside that, have the financing mechanism in place. We can't, in other words, everybody can't do everything they want. The school board and the uh, superintendent can't do everything he wants to do. Let's take a break. I'm sorry, I ran over to break. My producer's looking at me. We'll be right back. All right, we got the man himself in the studio. Before we get here, I want to remind you tonight, you got a taste for pizza? How about railroad pizza? As you know, their menu is copious, and they have a real chef over there, so it's not only pizza you can get. I think if you're in a party, four, five, six folks, everybody will find something on the menu to feed, uh, to meet their fancy. And I would encourage you, you stop by downtown Florida, Mississippi. Now, you can go to their Facebook page, Railroad Pizza on Facebook, and see the special of today. I think it's, uh, 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 what is it, Crawfish Night. So, you know, that Louisiana cuisine, they got it there at Railroad Pizza. Stop by today. Call ahead if you want, 879-7700, area code 601, and they'll have your order ready if you don't have time to sit and eat. So check it out today. All right, with no further ado, we got the David L. Archie in the studio. First, we got John here. John. Hey, John. Yes, sir. Hello. Hey. Yes. Come on, you're on there. Good evening, Mr. Wade uh, and Mr. Archie. Yes, sir. Um, this is John. Uh, I want Can you hear to uh, address Mr. Archie on some things um, and ask him a few questions. I've got a good bit of knowledge about what goes on at the Raymond Detention Center. Um, All right. Very intimate with the situations out there over the course of the years. With all that's been going on, why won't you just give it up to uh, the state and let MDOC run it? You're never going to get the staffing that you previously had when Tyrone Lewis fired 140-something officers. There one. Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. On top of that, you don't have staffing. If you want to know what really goes on inside that jail, you'll go there on a full moon holiday weekend and spend a night shift in there when there is only one or two deputies to run the whole jail. That's when these people are escaping. Mm. And furthermore, all these crooked deputies that they're busting from time to time they're only busting one-third to one-fourth of everybody who they know is corrupt mm-hmm. why can we not give it up to the state well, i don't believe in giving up it up to the feds but let's give it up to the state somebody who has the resources to manage it or is it because there's corruption with the money that's supposed to be going to the jail to fix these uh, prison cells that are welded shut and are full of rats and roaches. Oh, that money's going for supervisors to have county vehicles, not patrol vehicles. 
Mm. Just Jeep Patriots that say Hines County Sheriff's Department on it. Wow.、Mm-hmm. All right, I tell you what,、uh, we're going to let you get off here before they trace the call back to you and come scoop you up. <laughs> and uh, uh, let that, we'll let the supervisor respond. Thank、I'll、you so much. I'll try to answer that. All right. So that has been my cry to find out what is going on. You know,、uh, the supervisor, the board of supervisors is responsible for the maintenance and the upkeeps. Of the jail or the detention center and not to、uh, run the jail. And now that I know that there's so much stuff that's going on, I just say, hey, I know something's got to change and we got to do something different、um, with that outside patrol. Whatever supposedly c o m e in the jail illegally,、uh, no one has the right to bring anything. On, from the top of the building, behind the building, or anything, and that's how we're going to shut all that down. So we'll be having an、um, outside patrol. On the inside of the jail, I, I believe that、uh, some detention officers will be straight with you on what's happening, as well as some detainees. And so、um, I'm going to just take my time, find out what's going on. And then submit、uh, some solutions to the problems that we have within that facility.、Mm. Um, I can tell you that some of the bad guys, they might as well get ready because at this point we are trying to、uh, work a deal where we can move some folks out of the facility into a whole. New facility somewhere else, and to give the Raymond Detention Center some relief until we get the new jail built.、Uh, and that would help with、um, the detention officers. You know, we don't, we, we're not completely staffed the way we need to be. So, but we got to do something different. So, well, moving some of the detainees would help out with not、uh, being understaffed. Let me, let me ask you is it even possible to? Resolve the problems with the. I mean, whether you build a new jail or an old jail, is it possible to even run it? Because the Fed stepped in there with all their bluster and all that, and you know, they're, they're not doing any better than anybody else. We've seen this happen with the schools. They take them over with all that bluster, and then they whimper away a few years later.、Uh, is it just a matter of just trying? My thing is just put some hooks in the floor and chain these, chain these prisoners to the ground. <laughs> yeah, Kim. And you want, you want us going to jail then?、Right? No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. You're doing, it, you're, you're doing it for their own safety. Nobody can go get at the other person. Put some long chains on them. I'm, I'm all for six feet. I mean, it's not like I want them just real tight to the flow. But you want them tight. Tight. <laughs> tight as ten toes in a sock. It's just like we grew up when I was sleeping. When we were sleeping, man, we was, there were so many kids in our bed. It was like sleeping in a slave ship, man. Well, I visit a, a few <laughs> up to date facilities. And、uh, the detention center out in Raymond is completely outdated. And so the new facility,、uh, they're going to be installing、uh, new te- technology that where the way that you operate that facility in、uh, the way that it's going to be built, nobody is going to be able to escape.、Nice. But along with that, you won't need as many officers because the way that they build.、Um, 
areas. You may have one, two, three different areas with so many inmates, and you have a control room that where you can see everybody all the time, and you can be focused on everything that that is going on in that cell, and you don't have to be in the cell. And then you can shut it down. Someone get into it. You can tell everybody to go to this cell and tell detainee number one to come into the box, and you can lock him down. Man, that's way... Y'all I do mean, too this much is some real, real technology stuff now. And, and that we is, need to that go old they, school, dog. Y'all do too much talking. Well, it's, it's going to happen, Kim. Hey, I mean, you're, you're soft touch, bro. Our number, we need to take a break here. We'll be right back. Right, let's go to Allen. What do you say, Allen? You're on the air. Hi, Kim. Uh, this is Allen. I heard what John was saying about... Um, having MDOC take over to Hines County Detention Center. Yeah. They don't even have enough officers to operate their facilities. So I don't know how they could take over Hines County. It's hard for them to find people that pass the background checks and all the other loops that they have to go through. So that's not the answer. Hmm. Is there an answer? Besides pray, uh, <laughs> trying to find people that have clean backgrounds just to work there and don't succumb to uh, the games that the inmates play, that's a difficult thing. There are some good people out there, but... I mean, when you don't pay them and then the inmates offering you a month's pay to bring in some cigarettes, just make you suck your teeth. <laughs> But Kim, you know, and uh, I don't mean to cut you off, Carla. Uh, but but she's right. The state privatized a lot of their their stuff. That's number one. We're not privatizing anything. Well, so should far. we? Because it um, looks like I, the state's doing. I mean, you know, we're not having any problems. Not like that. Not to the degree. I know well, they get some escapes. But. Well, because the state is wealthy. Mississippi is perhaps a wealthy state when it comes to funding. Projects we have an excess of three billion dollars, you know, in the trough, mm-hmm. and so they can do stuff. Hines County doesn't have that kind of money, but but I do want to say that if a hundred people come and fill out an application, seventy five of them flunking it, um, the drug tests, and then when you get the background tests, uh, background check on some of them, then now you're down to ten, and maybe you able to hire five. And so it's it's really, really tough, especially for the amount of money. So a lot of them just come in and try to, I mean, you know. It's a, it's a no-win situation. Look, the bottom line is the way our society is going, everybody's going to have a record or something. Trump won't even be able to get a job down there now. President Trump, y'all got him a record with a record. They. they. <laughs> David, um, I, can, I, I can tell you, though. I can tell you. David, we've got about this two minutes. This is the capital city. Mm-hmm. This is the capital county. The state of Mississippi is housed here. The federal government is housed here. The Supreme Court is housed here, right? And so we got to find a way to to stop being underfunded on a lot of stuff. Like, we don't have no money coming in for mental illness, uh, homelessness, drug use, people that are on the street. That that's a state issue. That's a state problem. But the state will not give us anything to deal with it. No money to deal with it. Some of those people should be out in Whitfield 
uh, that, yeah. that you know, but the state won't even take them out there. Well, no, the people keep suing them to get them back out here on the streets. You know, but they end up in Hines County. I know, I know. I don't know, David. I don't know. I used to know, had an answer for everything. Now, I'm in a state of total perplexity, and I'm confused. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Friday, the Gun and Knife Club begins in earnest in another hour. No, excuse me, 53 minutes. So if you're not strapped down in Jacktown, uh, Mr. Producer, could we go to the streets of Jackson? Matter of fact, turn on the audio cam right outside of City Hall. Let's see what's going on in the city of Jackson. To people who are visiting Jackson for the first time, we're getting ready to play the anthem of Jackson. Now, I know you're thinking, hey, I'm a patriotic guy. When I hear the anthem, I stand with my hand over my heart. Not in Jackson. When you hear this anthem, you need to hit the ground and do the belt buckle crawl, baby. Crawl for your life. So let's go to the streets of Jackson and see what's really going on. Oh, Jesus, run! Hey, run, save yourselves. It's mayhem out here on these streets. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, could I have a word with you? Mr. Mayor, is it safe in Jackson, sir? Oh, no, he didn't pull off on me. Oh, man, he ran over that baby. Lord have mercy. Woo, it's rough. Okay, now let's see. JPD's changing shifts. They're going to their cars. Cover them. There you go. Uh-oh. Chief Wade, he got his men covered. Uh-oh, here come Kingfish. Kingfish wants an accounting of everything that happened. He wants it from the mayor and on his desk in seven days. Lucy Brown. Uh-oh. Boy, still being in the house. All right. Uh-oh. Now we're outside of Freelance. <laughs> Woo, run. Save yourself. Oh, my God. The Grim Reaper carrying a gun in Jackson, baby. He ain't carrying no sickle. The Grim Reaper, he driving a minivan. He picking them up left and right. Run! Back in time. Save yourself! Oh my God! Zoom, zoom! I tell you. Woohoo! Jackson, Mississippi, the Valley of the Gun. All right, Dave, we're mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's exciting, but if you got low blood pressure in Jackson, baby, that is cured. Because you're going to be nervous. But now, Dave, <laughs> we got David L. Archie. We held him over. Uh, we had some calls that we didn't get to. And I know you guys are chomping at the bit. If you want to call in, and uh, Trump is going to be arraigned on Tuesday. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. But for the rest of you guys, I mean, look, enjoy and gloat and, and have a good time. Uh, remember, when you're digging graves for folks. Because now, remember, the man ain't done nothing. They done scoured this man's tax. Remember they were waiting on his tax return? He had done all these things? They ain't found nothing. They broke into his house. Then they had to stage a crime. And they still ain't got nothing. So I'm just telling you, if you can't see the fingerprints of God on this man's life, what, regardless of what you think of it, because people think ill of the radio strongman. But he I is. He gave me one more last time. 
against your wishes. So, again, you, what you need to do is be grateful because he gave us a warning. All right, we, we got Bobcat McGowan on the line. Hey, Bobcat. L. Archer. <laughs> I've been waiting for this answer for two years now. This is Bobcat. What you, know. you going to do about Rosemary Road Bridge? Rosemary Road Bridge. Bobcat. Back I don't when know. Malcolm had the show about two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, you were on the air with him. I asked you about it. You said you would check into it. I may, and, I may have checked into it. If it's been two years ago, perhaps I have. But it crosses the Pearl River, so it's going to have to be a joint application between Hines and Rankin County. But that bridge has been out for over eight years. Oh, you remember, you, you're talking about the one down there by WLBT? No, no, no. Rosemary Road crosses the Pearl River between Florence, uh, Florence and Terry, Mississippi. Mm, I, didn't know. Um, Did you know that I don't have no idea. I'm, I'm, I remember going down there to look at a bridge way back here when I first got into office. Uh, and, when you go and, through Terry, you drive underneath the trestle. That's right. correct. Uh, you head on out. You go all the way around, and it connects no, Rankin County. No, you go all the way around. It's probably about two miles. Then Rosemary Road is a left-hand turn. Yeah, but it connects and, as uh, Rankin, I mean, uh, Rankin County and Hines County. Correct. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And that bridge has been out for about eight years. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you want you want me to tell you what you what what need to happen? Yes. Well, I mean, I, I I'd like to know if anything's been done about it. Well, WJTV uh, went and reported on it one time, and I blame the Hines County Board of Supervisors for not having the money, and she turned around and told me, no, it was the ranking folks. Well, It'd let, just be real nice if that bridge got fixed. Well, let me just tell you, I've nearly fixed every bridge there is in District 2 that was out. It's in District 5, and I'm trying my very best to unseat that supervisor. If you can help me do that, we would help you get that bridge down there fixed for the people of District 5. And I'm just as straightforward as possible. I mean, he he's just a major problem. He don't care about much of anything than himself, period. I don't think that he come to work for the people. I think he come to work for self. Uh, he want to rush through the meetings. He's not concerned about um, the work of, of Hines County. And uh, if you go back and look at the tapes, he just push, 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 get up and leave the meetings, very seldom be in the seat um, to discuss every issue all the way through. And so the bottom line, y'all, they need a new supervisor down there. And it's it's a bunch of good people running. And so we can get to work, and I'll do all I can to help. Yeah, I said I'd appreciate any uh, input in, in the future, whether or not that project's ever going to get done. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, Bob. All right. And, and, I, and I will say right. that, uh, Kim, that um, we are, there is a deal that is um, some people got to, some type of water project, spring water project, in that area down there. Mm -hmm. And they've been complaining about that bridge for quite some time because they can't get the trucks in and out down through there. And and they had the same complaint that uh, Bobcat just had. Mm -hmm. And so Bobcat McGowan, who is the supervisor down there, 
need to be working on that problem, bringing that problem to the board so we can help fix that problem. He don't come over to District 2 and find a problem in District 2 and bring it to the board. I have to bring that problem to the board so we can fix it. Yeah, I know uh, you and Robert Graham have been addressing some of the concerns of District uh, 5 residents uh, wherever you can. Uh, I know uh, Robert Graham has been, I mean, anytime I've asked and pointed out anything to Robert Graham, regardless of where it was located, He's got his crew out there addressing it. I, I I really do. I know people have problem with Graham for whatever. People have problem with everybody on something, but I think he is. He's been very effective, and both of you guys are making the, uh, progress down the best you can. Look, uh, uh, there was a. Uh, oh, we got uh, we got Master D. Let's get Master D uh, uh, on the line. Hold on here, Mister Producers, handling another call. Master D, we're going to get to you, sir. And also, while we're waiting on Master Hold D. On, don't forget our good friends over at Rapid Oil Chains. Rapid Tire, Rapid Oil over there at 953 Highway 80 in Clinton, Mississippi. You need work on the undercarriage of your car. You need boots. Uh, you got steering problems. Anything dealing with your steering, uh, the undercarriage of your car, brakes, uh, struts, the whole nine yards, they uh, take care of it. Uh, right next to, uh, I should say right across from Walmart there on Highway 80. So stop by today and also get your oil changed. And uh, basically, use them for all your car care services. And if it's something that they don't handle, like transmission or heavy engine work, they've got affiliates that they can recommend you, and you'll get the same great service. I commend them to you. And if you're looking for some employment, you're looking to start out in automotive field, automotive repair, well, Rapid Oil Change is a good place to start. Check them out online, RapidTireExchange.com. It's all one operation. Put your application in, and they'll give you a call. Let's go to Master D. Daryl D. Harper. Yes, sir. Shalom, what's going on to the great people of America and the world? How you doing, David? Doing good. What about you, you, sir? Are you a son of David? Say that again. Are you a son of David? Now, look, I'm not going to discuss my religion with you, Well, I'm a son of David. Well, you can be whatever you want to be, but... I'm not talking... Okay. I was always told 20. But you asked me the question. Always, these people are always 25 years ahead of us. So what happened 20 years ago? We were dealing with the uh, Big Cheney. We were dealing with Haley Barber and the 5G network. And and we, I'm dealing with money. Do so you I'm have a question for the supervisor? No, I ain't got no question for no supervisor. Because he, he, he need to get up to speed. And he trying to dictate the terms of the agreement. You're doing a great job. I understand that. But it's not all about you all the time. It's all about the money. That money been sitting up there for 20 years on the uh, $2.5 billion. And we sitting here talking about some $600 million. Y'all Negroes were crazy. But what can I do as a as a board of supervisor about the money? What that can sit, you do? What, you're, wait doing all, you, you're doing all you can do, but don't just what, sit there like a stupid and say let, that this is say that this is uh, this is it. It's not it. In 2005, on the Haley Barber and Dick Cheney, them they was dealing with this, and now you see these people in Jackson digging up everything. That money been paid for, bro. Off two hundred million dollars in interest. Wait, what a, what the money at that was put in there, David? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because every time if I go to say something, you gonna cut me off. Now listen to me. You know I'm not a state legislator. I'm not a senator nor a state representative. But what I can <laughs> put the proof in the pudding. If you check my record, 
if you go to Hines County District 2, there are some things that the state has done on my request for Hines County District 2. I got $20 million from the state for the parking garage in Fundren. I got $1.5 million from the state for Eubank Creek. Um, there are some other projects that are going on in my district that they've been funding me because I've gone and asked the lieutenant governor as well as the Speaker of the House and the governor about helping funding projects in my district. Most folks are having problems with the Republicans that are in the House or as well as the um, state um, Senate. But I'm working deals to get things done in and around my community. I said that coming in, that I was going to work for everybody in order to make it happen. The same thing is going on in Clinton. The same thing is going on with the federal government, bringing money. This supervisor, I will put my record up against any supervisor in the state of Mississippi in terms of money in three and a half years that have came to Hines County District 2. And I can call them out and Kim got them in front of him. Millions and millions, 20 millions, Mega Evers Boulevard, 5 million Presidential Hill, 1.6 million on County Line Road, um, 20 million Fundren District. I can just go on and go on and so forth. Full point, um, I, I would say, $492,000 for the town of Edwards, $468,000 for the town of Bolton, $505,000 for the town of Utica. I can just continue to name $380,000 for Cynthia Road um, um, has been re- repaved and fixed, which out for many, many years. I was able to get um, the, the, the transportation department, Willie Simmons, to fix Highway 49 North. The conversation was had between him and I, and he spent nearly $6 million on 49 North. So I, I can only do so much. But in terms of the state money, yes, I would like to have much more of it. I'm, I will continue to ask for that money. But at the end of the day, I feel like that I've been pretty successful in three years when I came into this district. Wait a minute. I left something out. $60 million new development on Liverston Road over near Jackson Medical Mall, which a tax abatement was given by this county. $70 million, uh, at Meadowbrook and State Street, which I had conversation with the people from California and Texas in order to get that deal through. I was able to give a tax abatement. They was able to tear Mac raise down, and now new facilities are going up. Man, I've been right in the midst of things, making it happen for Hines County District 2. When I was broke, when we came in, we was dead broke. There was nothing going on in Hines County District 2. And every supervisor in this state is saying, what is it that David L. Archie is doing in Hines County District 2 because he's moving forward? Nearly $175 new million in three and a half years. All right. Thank you. Now, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And we got David L. Archie. Before we get to David L., we got to talk about my friend and my man, Tom Smith. People ask me all the time, Kim, is there a man I can talk to about land? Yes, the land man himself, Tom Smith Landon Homes. Uh, matter of fact, he closed 585 loans, or I should say closings last year. Those are pieces of property transferred. That's unheard of. That is just off the chain. That's almost a sale and a half ever day. Every day, not every day, every day. And uh, 
here's some of the deals that TomSmithLandonHomes.com you can find right now. A B&B Meat Market and Grill in, uh, I believe that's Mendenhall, Mississippi. That's right. Uh, down in Mendenhall, B&B Meat Market is on the market. Turnkey business. A unique property combining a restaurant and a fully equipped meat market. Includes commercial uh, smokers. Necessary equipment for running a butcher shop. A butcher cut room has a 4,000, almost a 4,500 square foot uh, restaurant area and a covered patio. Uh, convenient to nearby parking for the customers. Located off Highway 13 in Simpson County uh, near Highway 49 South. Great daily traffic flow and prime spot for visibility. So if you want to come in and inject some life, you got a new idea how to make that thing pop, check it out. B&B Market, and that's listed by David Belton, agent extraordinaire. Tom Smith Landon Holmes. Here's another deal. And this is uh, the lovely bride of Tom Smith, Ellen Smith. This is a beautiful town home in the township at Colony Park in there in Madison County. Uh, conveniently uh, no- located, the amenities include restaurants, shops, hotels, and health clubs. Actually, it's a real, ple- real pretty area. Makes you think you're in Dallas or Atlanta somewhere. Multi use trails for walking, running, biking. Uh, has a private lake in which uh, the back of your home, you can sit there, drink your coffee on your patio and enjoy all the scenery. The townhouse features a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, beautiful hardwood, pine hardwood floors, a panoramic view of the lake, impressive kitchen with granite countertops, uh, appliances, and a spacious uh, island in the middle of the kitchen. Uh, it has a spacious master bedroom. You can do cartwheels up in there. Uh, three generously sized master, excuse me, bedroom upstairs. And these bedrooms, again, in most people's houses, these would be master, master bedrooms. It has a two-car garage and a cozy courtyard. If you want more information, call Ellen at 898-2772, 898-2772. And again, this is a lakefront townhome for sale in Colony Park, the township, township, township at Colony Park. So that's Tom Smith Landon Homes. If you're thinking about purchasing uh, a large track of land or your retirement home or land for a retirement home, if you want a, uh, an estate that's already established, go to TomSmithLandonHomes.com. Click on the county that you're interested in and check out all the listings that they have. I'm telling you, Tom is one of the top listing agents in the state. Folks, they put some serious marketing muscle. You see his signs everywhere, not just his yard signs, billboards, radio, TV. Tom's everywhere. Tom Smith, LandonHomes.com. All right, with no further ado, the man himself, the man of the hour, David L. Archie, supervisor to the stars and to the average man or woman. He's making it happen. Dave, what do you see happening for uh, Hines County? What do, well, what do you want to do? Well, well, first of all, I want to say that, you know, when I first got there, you know, when I started raising a little sand, trying to straighten things out, you know, people was looking at it like, well, He's 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 doing something that he don't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You got to get the attention of the board and get them to do right. And when more citizens and taxpayers and business owners are paying attention to their tax dollars, mm-hmm. then they can't get away with stuff, right? And that was my goal. And now everybody is paying attention. They're watching. Uh, those meetings, they're coming to the meetings. And, you know, we've just done without for so long from potholes to illegal dumping and trenching of ditches and getting covers put down in in, in right-of-ways and 
just a lot of stuff need to be done from the jail to to nine one one. Did you know that Hines County Board of Supervisors is in charge of nine one one in in Hines County? Um, I went and looked at the facility that nine one one was in, and it was absolutely a crying shame. So since then, we have moved in in the process of moving nine one one to a very, very beautiful place, new equipment, people are going to be able to get their calls in, um, and 911 is going to be working the mm-hmm. way it's supposed to work. The same with the AMR. We are working on that to, in order to get that deal. Supervisor Graham have taken a special interest in it. I have taken a special interest in it, and we're changing the culture of the way things are done here in Hines County, and we're committed to getting that done. And by the way, Kim, I just want to tell you this one thing. This is funny. Today, um, over in District 4, one of the supervisors was giving out chickens. You know, it's election time. Right. And it is my understanding over at the Peggy Hobson Calhoun Community Center, that is in District 4. I don't know how they name was supposed to be in District 3, but they named a community center after her over in District 4. But anyway, Vern Gavin, and I don't mind calling his name, is my understanding that he was telling the people that they have to live in District 4 in order to come by and get free food. If the food is free, anybody ought to be able to come and get it. A chicken, mm. yeah, yeah, a chicken that is hanging from the string. You know, you know what mm. I mean. And um, and and the people was just absolutely upset. I had started getting some phone calls. I had nothing to do with it, but um, I thought that that was a wrong way of doing anything. You don't invite people to come and get free food, and then you tell them that you got to give them your address and show your ID in order to get the free. If the folks are hungry and need food or need a box, just get the people to box and let them go on by their business until you're out, period. But anyway, that took place. It was very embarrassing um, for that supervisor. And I'm going to tell you something, Kim, and I'm going to just be absolutely honest with you. The people of Hines County really need to take a good look at District 3, 4, and 5. I've never seen so many supervisors so lazy in terms of not wanting to get the job done and to do the work. If you call Robert Graham, mm-hmm. he's going to either show up today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. or you're going to get a call back. If you yeah, call David right. Archie, and the same thing is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? But over in District 3, 4, and 5, people calling me all the time from those districts saying, you know, we need some help. You know, but we you can't find about it, supervisors. It's pretty clear. Uh, 3, 4, and 5 district supervisors clearly seem to be operating on their own behalf, and they know that can't anybody do anything to them as long as they're sitting in that seat. Uh, they don't have to respond. You know, they they can play whatever games they want to play. To me, all this is about stewardship. The, the the city's crying out, the county's crying out. Man, dude, would y'all please let somebody else eat? That's all we're saying. There Dang. you go. There you go. You grind it on this dog, then you you gonna dangle a little a box of food and the chicken in front of them. And then tell them, uh, you got to make sure you give us your information so we can around, harass you about getting out the boat for it. Come on, man. I mean, you uh, should be able to be. Now, when Peggy was supervisor, that's one of the things I always gave her her, her props for. When it came election time, Peggy Calhoun, up or down. 
She ain't try to do no funny things. She ain't say, vote for me because I did, uh, uh, I'm black, all right? She just up or down. Now, Cradell, this man is, he's just, oh, man. Full of more crap than a, than a <laughs> Christmas turkey. That's what it is. And, and, but you know what? Down in District 4, okay. there's, a, there's a fine lady down in Raymond. Her mm-hmm. name is Allison. Mm-hmm. She's running out of Raymond. Um, she's a Republican. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've met her. She's just a fine person. And the people got a big choice down there. You know, I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't endorse anybody um, other than um, Deborah Dixon against Creedell. That is the person that I'm endorsing. Mm-hmm. Supervisor Graham as well. Uh, there's other candidates. But I met her, and she's just a fine, fine, I think she would do well. But she's in District 4, and she out of Raymond, Mississippi, and she's concerned about uh, this county as well as this um, city, mm-hmm. in her city as well. We have a uh, who, Sylvia? Sylvia, you're on the air. You're on the air. Hey. Hello. Yes. Mr. Davis, yes. I was wondering who is in charge of Colonial Circle from Old Canton Road up to Ridgewood Road? That bridge has been out for at least two years now. Yes. And I use that road all the time. Well, I did when it was when you could get across the bridge with my work. And I'm just wondering, whose district is it, and how long does it take to get a bridge fixed? So we, um, Hines County gave the city of Jackson money for that bridge. Um, it had to be over a year and a half ago. And they have made all kind of excuses. Supervisor Graham have sent them letters. They would not allow us to work on that bridge. And I don't know what the reason for it. Uh, but you know we were we was going to come in and 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 fix that bridge, but uh, the city would not allow. You know you got to they got to give you permission to come into the city to repair stuff, and but they would not allow us to repair that bridge. But we helped fund uh, that bridge to be repaired. But um, they are the ones that um, I think did the contract for some private contractors or. I know they don't have the the equipment to fix the bridge, but the bottom line, the bridge has not been fixed, and they got the money to fix it. Wow, that's, that's a fact. why I get frustrated with Tuckway because he doesn't do anything in the straightforward manner. You know, there are things to do in a decently and orderly manner, and he just doesn't do that. And he's too young for that job. But thank you, and I hope that bridge gets fixed one day because. That connection between Old Canton Road and Ridgewood Road, that is an important connection. It really is. Thank you. Thank you, Sylvia. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Before we get back to Dave and to the callers, uh, I was just looking at some of this uh, uh, material submitted in regards to Trump's indictment. And what they've done, they've taken pictures of all the places he has boxes stored on his property. And then they're going to extrapolate and say that all this is classified documents. Son, this this is poisoning the jury pool purposely. And yet, the actual charges was that he supposedly showed this to someone, and then even that is building on an inference. It's it's not first-hand knowledge. It's his attorney saying, okay, I wrote this down that this is what happened. And then somebody seeing somebody reading a document and not seeing what the actual document is, folks, they're going to have a hard time proving this case. But they're throwing all this stuff up against the wall. 
It's not going to end well for them, but that's fine. Trump has broad shoulders. He's understanding the missions that he's on. And as long as he stays stout in the Lord, and see, whether you want to accept it or not, men will tell you that you have to be perfect to be abuse of God. That ain't necessarily so. There's nothing wrong with striving for perfection. And if you obtain it, God bless you. But you have to be available. So don't get it twisted. Let's go to Jason. Jason, I appreciate your holding. Hey, Jason. Hey there, Radio Strongman. Hello there, Mr. Supervisor David L. Archie. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. I grew up in Raymond, District 4, and uh, a stone's throw from what used to be the penal farm, which is now the Hines County uh, Detention Center. Right. So I, I, I saw it in its infancy. <laughs> I saw it being built. Grew up right there in front of it. Uh, when I was very young, a child, the, it was called the penal farm, and it was a farm. Now, I understand that y'all are building a jail, a new jail down there on McDowell Road. And, and, and let me give you another little bit of background. In 2014, I was the foreman for the grand jury in Hines County from January to July. And at the end of that term, uh, being the foreman, I had to uh, go through a, a – a, or a review of the jail and the courthouse. And we had to write up proposals and all this other kind of stuff. Now, there were all kinds of problems going on with that jail back then. You had jailers that were getting paid less than $1,000 a month back then, uh, and two of them showed up as uh, people that were indicted on crimes uh, for supplying cigarettes, marijuana, phones, phone batteries, so on and so forth. You know, uh, six months of that I had to endure while I was working and I had to pull off and go pull jury duty and stuff. But with all that in my background, what I was wondering is once this new jail gets built, that facility in origin, originally was designed as a penal farm where people could get time taken off their sentence but they had to work for it. Now, of course, these were more like trustee-type prisoners. I just wondered if that's, is that a possibility out there in the future for that? Because there for a long time, there was, they, they were. The question you have is, is it? Malcolm, Malcolm McMillan was a sheriff at that time. They had partnered with Heinz Community College that worked as consultants for free. On the agricultural side, on here's how you do this, here's how you do that. I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, I know most of these kids, I mean, I'm 57 years old. I take care of a 44-acre airport by myself. I have 18-year-old kids ask me every day, how do you do it? Well, because I grew up with some good parents, and back in the 60s where we grew up, we worked, you know? Are you asking, are you asking? Are they going to turn it into a penal farm, back back to a penal farm? Yeah. So, so there's a couple things in mind. One is that take some firecrackers and set it up under there and, and blow it completely up. Or two, find a place to rent the jail out as a warehouse to whatever needs to be stored. And then up on the hill where the uh, penal farm still continue, it's going to stay there. Now, we, we, we've 
we've pretty much said that we need the penal form, and that needs. He's to asking, happen. can it? Uh, can you expand it to include the old jail? It's too much. The jail got too much upkeep. Okay. Um, it, I mean, that's just a problem within itself. Now, if we can rent it out to somebody that want to do something to the state or to the school or or somebody, you know, that's a whole nother ball game. But every time someone y'all rent it county, to me for a dollar, I will turn it into some housing. There you go. Yeah. I said that. I was just getting ready to say that when people come to the county and want to rent stuff from the county, they want it for nothing, and so that it's hard to be in the real estate business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On that board, but um, I want to do. I want to get back into farming, uh, but you know now a lot of that stuff was taken away after the riots. The state took all of their um, um, convicted felons out of our facility, and once one is convicted, they never there more than a week or two now, and they can't become a trustee within that week or two, and they'll come and get them. And they're gone. And so you cannot work detainees like you can work someone that has been convicted. And well, that's the statute. Well, no. Look, the thing about the law, just like they did with President Trump, they went and created a law for him to be in violation of. All you got to, see, this is the problem that I have with black politicians. Not you in particular, but I'm talking about those with law degrees. Don't white boys come out of school and they want to save the whales or something? They will get the whole damn law changed. We come out, it can't be done. Why? All you got to do is go down there and change it. You get enough votes. I Quit understand. saying can't. I, all I'm saying is this. Yeah. I've been wanting to get some, and I was going to go out there on the road with them in my district to help clean up, pick up illegal dumping. Mm-hmm. And well, it's my if the judge, if the judge, lawyers, if the judge give them the op- op- option, say, look, you can either do six months in the jail, sitting in your cell, or you can do three months picking up paper. Give them an option. But, but that's that after, way they volunteer. But that's after, after they're, they're convicted. convicted. Yeah, but I'm they, talking about beforehand. Well, yeah, but see, you talk about the youth. I mean, the detention center, the what misdemeanor. I'm talking about the ones where where they get sentenced up to a year, where they got to do time in the county. Absolutely. Then give them that option. Okay, we're gonna give you a year, but you can do six months picking up paper. But you, yeah, if you just say, okay, you do a year, and then ask them, do they want to pick up paper? No. But if you say, okay, you're gonna cut your, because when they in jail, they willing to do anything. When we get out of that cell, I, I worked for Hines County Detention Center, mm-hmm. and when the detention center was downtown, that's when I worked at that facility. Um, but I can tell you that we had a lot of. Uh, trustees, they was all over this county, mm-hmm. from Raymond down in that courthouse to the Chancery Court to Justice Court to the Circuit Court. Those buildings was clean. We didn't mm-hmm. need people That's right. and contract the building out to be clean. That's they right. would clean those properties. That's what I'm saying. We got too much work. We got too much labor sitting around, and we at, we can't pay for all the government that we need. And this is the problem that I have with this whole people getting high off their notion of compassion. And I'm saying, just like with people helping the bums out and stuff like that, they still bums. Ain't nothing wrong with other than they like getting high. Even the crazy ones know that they need money, so they can be educated. My whole thing is, day we need to just do something different. Do it until we get sued, and then when we get sued, just like Carlton Reed and them took that case, I'll take the jail over myself. Now we got folks coming up out of there like they're riding Greyhound. Hey, come on, man. Well, I, you know. I came in with that attitude of that we're going to get some folks on the street. 
with some brooms in the hand, picking up uh, illegal dumping, picking up paper, washing and steam cleaning uh, streets down. You know, like when you come downtown, uh, most major city got street sweepers. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time you seen a street sweeper around here. Yeah. Oh. I saw it over at Big Daddy's Pawn Shop, man. They done sold it. <laughs> Crack! <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, we're back. Let's get Allison in here, and then we're going to have uh, Pastor Jackson make a few words, have a few words. Hey, Allison. Hey, guys. Um, Allison Lauderdale here. I have a few questions for the Supervisor Archie. Yes. Um, as a resident of District 4, and I did see where Supervisor Gavin was having the food handout, he had it on the Board of Supervisors Facebook as well as on the advertisement he had the supervisor, Hines County Supervisor emblem. So who paid for the food give the food giveaway? Uh, I think I, I heard about that only yesterday that it was getting ready to happen. I haven't even had an opportunity to check into it, but I will. So I don't know where okay. the food came from, don't know what the situation is. Okay. Well that I'm just saying if people if he were there checking IDs from other districts, that's I think that's embarrassing to be checking people yeah, ID and you want to give them food. Absolutely. So the other thing is, y'all were talking about the um, prisoners. The prisoners years ago, growing up in Raymond, and I would see them picking up trash and things. That seemed to be the most gentle time that the prison was because those guys wanted to get out of the prison. They wanted time outside. And then they worked. They were so tired when they came in. All they had time to do was sleep, not fight, and not tear up the jail. So something like that really does need to be looked at as far as um, getting them out and keeping them busy. Because I can promise you they would probably rather be outside than locked up inside. Absolutely. So this is my Thank and, you. Uh, this program. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ms. Allison. And, uh, Kim, I got Pastor Jackson here with me, man. Pastor Jackson. Got about three minutes, my brother. Thank you so much, uh, Ken, for having us today. First of all, Ken, I want to talk about David's record. The record speaks for itself, what he has done. Mm -hmm. Number one, when David first came in office, he didn't have a pencil to write with. No paper, no nothing. David went to work. Went to Washington. In Presidential Hills, you have the record before you. See how much money he has gotten. And I put David's record up against <coughs> any supervisor that is running against him. The record speaks for itself. If you would read off there what he has brought, not uh, 30 years ago, I'm talking about now. They're in Presidential Hill. There are people's houses. Water has gotten up in, and, and, and they are working on that. The school there on 49, right behind the school. They are cleaning that ditch out, cleaning everything out, where the water won't be getting up in there. And that's been a problem down through the years. Well... David's record speaks for himself. I want to commend also Supervisor Graham, folks. If you see where your street's been paved and it looks like it's been done professionally, that's Hines County Board of Supervisors, particularly Robert Graham and David L. Archie. And I can't, uh, we got to send a shout out to Malcolm out there. Malcolm Johnson, 
Hey, bro, keep doing what you're doing. We wish you all well in your campaign. Gonna take a break. You're back in、uh, 70 hours, David L. Just thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate the opportunity, and I'll be back soon. Thank free, you, Ken. Free Donald Trump! Free Trump! <laughs> <laughs>